Stone Cold Steve Austin knows that the opinions of beer podcast exist in this world. And opinions, opinions, and beer. Two guys and another guy will never happen again. Hello, and welcome to Opinions and Beer. Today's episode, we're going to be talking some campfire stuff. You know why? Because it goes with the beer of the day. What's the beer of the day? Doesn't matter yet, but it will in a second. Because right now we have Adam, which is me, and we have Ed Ray 1416 Hello. Ed Ray, are you ready to chat it up? As best as we can. As best as we can. Asbestos. You said asbestos? Is asbestos a poison? Well, it is something that'll ruin your lungs when you get exposed exactly, to it. Exactly, as best as we can. As best as we can. <laughs> That's, ladies and gentlemen, we just got a new idea for a t-shirt from the Opinions and Beer Network. Yes. Dude, I'm making that t-shirt as, as best as we can. As best as we can. T-shirt, we're selling it, $10. Anyways, <laughs> uh, today's Beer of the Day. You will not find asbestos there. It is Campfires and Ghost Stories by Ingenious Brewing Company. This is a imperial milk stout with graham crackers, marshmallows, and chocolate. Uh, coming in at 10% alcohol by volume. This is beer for the open-minded. Eerie music plays, children laugh creepily, and you sip on some liquid s'mores while reminiscing about the first camping trip. Wait, what was that noise in the bushes? Anyway, <laughs> let's crack this bad boy open. Ooh, my, you're you're tasting some of this. You're ta- you are tasting some of this, Ed Ray. I'll give you a little bit and pull myself some. Cause this may be a crazy beer. All right, Ed Ray. When we go to chase the beer of the day today, we are looking for graham crackers, marshmallows, and chocolate. So when you when you taste this beer, look for those flavors. This is obviously a, sip, a sipping beer, but um, let's uh, smell it. What does it smell like to you? Well, it smells like chocolate and marshmallows. It does. The chocolate and marshmallows really do come out. Um, smells oh whoa. It smells a little heavy though. It smells like for it smells a lot heavier than the than we had that uh, Ninja Turtle beer uh, last time. It was fourteen percent. This smells like it has more, <laughs> like it has more alcohol in it, even though it has less. So, um, oh, that marshmallow though is powerful. The marshmallow smell is like intense. Jesus. Okay, let's try this beer. Tastes like. Marshmallows. I can sense the marshmallows and the chocolate, but not really. Not I'm not really getting much graham cracker flavor. Maybe it's in like the, maybe it's in like the back. Yeah, I'm getting that graham cracker graham cracker aftertaste. That's what it is. Graham cracker aftertaste. Oh, that marshmallow though, it's a little too much. There's I've had I've had some s'mores, I've had some s'mores beers. Where the marshmallow was just perfect, or even even from Ingenious. Ingenious did the marshmallow. Um, they did the blueberry with marshmallow. That was really good marshmallow flavor. 
For some reason, it just feels like it's coming off a bit strong on this one, for me. Ah, it's not that good either. It's not as good as. Do you like it? I can handle it. No, yeah, I can handle it. I'm not saying I can't handle it. I'm just saying comparatively, comparing this to some of the previous beers, especially you know, just just compared to the the last ingenious beer we had, it's not as good. Um, yeah, it's just it has like a it's it's just it's just such a weird taste to me. Weird taste. Not as good. I'm going to go ahead and give this a rating, Edward. I'm going to give this a... Uh... Shit, I'm I'm sad that I'm going to get... I don't know. I hate this. I hate that I'm going to give it this rating because... I might be... I might be rating it too low, but I'm going to give it a 5. I'm going to give it a, a solid down the middle. Um, only because I feel like that taste is just... I've had better marshmallow and... It's just it's a, it's very weird. It has a very weird taste to me, comparative comparatively, is what I'm comparing to. Ed Ray hasn't had too many, so he he has nothing to compare this to. He's comparing it to his first time, so he might give it like a seven or something. What do you think? What what's your rating? Well, let's see. Your taste might be different from mine because I'm not a normal beer drinker. And let's see, I was able to taste the marshmallow and the chocolate, and then I got the aftertaste of graham cracker. So I would give this a six out of ten. Oh, a six out of ten. He liked it a little better than me, but you know that is you know no no notable points. You know I I was taking that into consideration. Some notable points that we tasted the flavor in there. I'm just I'm just not sure. I just it's just like missing something. Like some it's missing just something to make this a solid beer for me, and I just don't know what it is. Now, this would be good for a casual beer drinker, but not for a regular beer drinker. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Moving on, uh, speaking of campfires and ghost stories, um, stuff is crazy, Ed Ray. When's the last time you ever um, camped? It was in January of 2020. January 2020? Was it scary? Yeah, I had to be very careful out there, especially at night. Why? At wild animals. Did you have to fight any? I was lucky not to see any wild hogs. What? You think there's wild hogs there? Oh, there are wild hogs, wild bears. There? Yeah. Where you camped? Mm-hmm. That's just down the street. You call that down the street? Over in Big Thicket? Yes, it's down the road. Down the road, but not down the street. Oh my god! <laughs> down the road, but not down the street. This I drive. I used to drive that all the time. I didn't see no damn animals. You saw animals all the time. I saw evidence of wild animals there, like wild hogs grazing grass right near the water area, the bodies of water over in big thickets. You saw them grazing. I saw patches. Where they grazed, but I didn't see the animals themselves. What if it was just uh, patches from people, like laying like blankets down or something, to have a picnic next that, to the they'd water? Ha they'd have to be there an awful long time to make patches like those. They could have been camping for how long? Who knows? <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Yeah, I think the last time I camped was. Oh jeez, <sighs> Ed Ray. I think the last time I camped was a 
really long time ago. Back when you were a teenager? Yeah, uh, Ink's Lake. Yep, back think, in 2010. I think I think Ink's Lake was the last time I actually went camping. And I remember it. It was well over 100 degrees all those times we were over there. Yeah. Well, uh, I might have gone camping a little after that, maybe at like Renfest for a night. But I do not remember it, and therefore, I think Inks Lake was the last real camping trip I had. Whereas, like, in the woods, like, in the, at a campground or something, you know. Uh, so, yeah, that was Inks Lake 2010. I mean, damn. 11, that's 11 years ago now. 11 years ago. Eventually, you better, you're going to have to take your boys out to camping. I know I want to. I want to. I want to go camping. We're talking to... Um, a relative of ours, your brother. I'm talking to your brother about camping in uh in Arizona um, next year. Well, and if I if I can earn, I can go over there. Hell yeah, it's gonna be crazy. We're gonna th- we're thinking about staying on that uh, Indian land. Maybe we'll have to fight some Indian burial ground, Indian burial ground evil. But I'm gonna say this: if we were to go camping out in Arizona, we're gonna have some cold nights to deal with. Oh really? Is it cold there? It's it's always cold in the desert at night, unless it's monsoon season, because when monsoon season hits, that's when they get the humidity. What if it's south Arizona? Well, it's still going to be cold at night unless, again, there's a monsoon. A monsoon, monsoon, I'm on sea. I'm on sea, I'm on soon, you soon. <laughs> Anyways, um, oh jeez. So yeah, that's, that's pretty far away, um campfires and ghost stories what is uh we're gonna talk about some campfires and ghost stories what's a good place to go camping let's see aside from the big thicket you could always try to go to uh western texas for camping where we went inks lake that shit was good well it was rocky though we should have chose a better uh camp spot should have been closer i think well if i think there were some camping spots in uh llano county texas but mm. Well, we didn't even think about that because we wanted to see the action over at Inks Lake. Yeah. Uh, let's see, camping spots. I mean, you could always go to uh, always go to the forest areas aside from Big Thicket. I mean, there's a lot of camping sites in eastern Texas that we may not be aware of. Mm. And of course, I don't know if uh, I don't know of any camping grounds in Oklahoma. I mean, we've been to Oklahoma, and Oklahoma sucks because of the toll roads. Oh yeah, yeah. Oklahoma sucks with the toll roads. They, like, force you onto them. Is that crazy? Yeah, they're a bunch of greedy guys. Why do they do that? I have no clue. I mean, if we had alternative routes that we could use to avoid. But, you know, Oklahoma is incredibly country. And, of course, they rely on those toll roads. But I'm saying there are too many toll roads and not enough public roads. True, true. And it's really hard to find a way around them, too. I remember us trying to find a way around the toll roads, and we had to like drive hours out of our way just to get to a damn mountain. It's like, damn, how annoying. Mount Scott, Oklahoma. Yeah, Mount Scott was pretty cool. Mount Scott. But um, other than that, so moving on, I guess we talked about we talked about the uh, some camp our last time camping. Talked about some good places to camp. Maybe we should bring it up again in the future. We should go down a list. And rank camping spots by what they look like. Give our opinions on camping areas. Because uh, I think we've we've camped at some cool places. Uh, not big thicket. Where did we, where did um, Uncle Robert used to take us camping? I can't remember, but you ought to know that better than I do. I just can't. I can't remember at the, at the top of my head for some reason. Uh, 
Anyways, let's look at some. We Googled what are the best camping food items. Ed Ray, what are your thoughts? What, what do you think is the best camping food items? Well, let's see. There's uh, fish if you go out fishing in the lake or somewhere and you bring it over to the campsite. Uh, back in the old days, if you went camping, you also went hunting to get some food, to skin it, and then to put it on the fire just to cook it so you have something to eat that night. Yeah. But now a lot of these modern-day campers, they like to buy something at the store or make it at home and then bring it with them so they have a little bit of convenience. But now we have all these interesting camp recipes that we've never even heard before. Well, wait one second. I want to talk about... So you say fish... Okay, if you were to bring something to camp, give me an I give me a realistic idea of what you think should be brought to eat at a camp. What's like a typical thing you could bring to eat at camp? Oh, simple canned meats. Canned meats. Yeah, you know, like spaghetti and meatballs or canned ravioli. I mean, you get your potassium that way, especially when you're going hiking. I mean, that's what the boys and I did over at the... Oh, what'd they, what'd they eat? Oh, they ate beef stew and ravioli, spaghetti and meatballs. How'd they eat all that stuff? Well, they brought, they'd buy it and then bring it over to the camping site. How'd that, they cook it? They have a fire, you know, at night, mm. and then they heat it up. But if it's already warm out there, you just open it up and eat. It's in a pot? Or heat it up in the can? Well, you can try to heat it up in a can when you put it in front of the fire, but more logical thing is to get a small pan and heat it up that way. Is that what they did? Yeah, that's what they did. And they had a good setup? They had a very good setup. That's why they were able to make it throughout the past three or four days over at camp. Well, I was going to say hot dogs. Well, hot dogs are good, don't get me wrong, but you got to find something to cool those links with. I know. Before you cook them. Yeah. I was just saying, like, usually hot dogs, s'mores, that's like the typical, typical easy, like, sandwiches. Seems to be very easy to make, like, yeah, easy to, get, to make camping stuff. Yeah, but to get a, but to get those cold meats, you got to find a cooler to keep them cool, otherwise they spoil. Oh, I guess so. That's why canned meats are usually the most logical thing to bring to a camping site alongside MREs or emergency meals, etc., so that's why we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about what the site says is good camping food. We're going to judge it and say if it makes any sense. Okay? All right. Here we go. 52 incredible camping foods. Food number one. Jesus Christ almighty God. Apple sausage breakfast sandwich. The a- <laughs> Number one is the apple sausage. The apple sausage breakfast sandwich. Okay, first y'all, let's look at this. Okay. Uh, they have the meat. This is meat. I'm sure it's... Do you th- what kind of meat do you think that is? you think they had to bring a, um, a cooler for that meat? Very likely. And yeah. the eggs probably too, huh? Very likely. So they need a cooler for the eggs and the meat. This, what is this, a bagel? Oh, yeah. Okay, so they have bagels. They toast the bagels somehow. Oh, probably on in the pan. Yep. <laughs> but oh, they have cheese on it. So that's like three things fill in your cooler. Uh, apple sausage. And it's not even regular sausage. It's apple sausage. Which means it's made from apples for some stupid reason. 
Few things are as satisfying on a camping trip as a good breakfast sandwich. It has all the ingredients and all American uh, homemade maple and ho- the recipe features homemade maple and apple sausage patties. So it's maple and apple flavored. They put maple and apple flavored in their sausages. Cheese topped with fried egg. And now on a scale of one to ten, let's do one to five. One to five, how would you rank this food item as a camping food? Obvious one. It's a one. It's a one. What a waste that this is like. This has been. It is the dumbest camping meal I've ever seen. <laughs> it's like you're camping. You are camping. What are you doing? Like, that's like an extravagant... This is like fancy campers. This is someone... This, Somebody that uses a camper on yeah, the camping Yeah, that's what it is. A camper. That's This is someone that has, like, a kitchen. They bring a kitchen with them to go camping. That's not real camping, folks. Real camping is either bringing canned food and heating it up on a pan. And on a the, tent. Of, yeah, and then dwelling in a tent for the night. Yeah, a tent. Not an, not an air-conditioned... Uh, uh, fold-out couch car. <laughs> you know what I mean? A tent. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Anyways, uh, moving on to number two. Let's scroll down here. Two. We have, what is this? Bana- <laughs> banana bread pancakes. Number two is banana bread pancakes for when you're out camping. Um, who... Who has the time when they're camping, if you're trying to enjoy yourself, to make banana bread? Banana bread? <laughs> pancakes! Would you... Who would settle for regular old pancakes when you could start your morning with banana <laughs> banana bread pancakes? Just add walnuts, banana, and a scoop of brown sugar, and you'll start the day with a real treat. I gotta give this a two. A two? Mm-hmm. Have you had uh, pancakes uh, while um, cook? Uh, you know what, though? I will say that all that stuff does not need to be refrigerated. And, yeah, that, and you, yeah. you can have pancake mix. And this is the reason why it's a two, because technically you don't need to have a cooler for all the stuff that you're going to use. But the problem is this stuff has way too much sugar, especially for camping. And campers can't just rely on sugar. They need meat. For sustainable energy, because all that protein... Well, that's why they have gonna walnuts. Be, well, yeah, I mean, but you got to have more than just that. you got to have animal protein, especially for those long hikes, because those long hikes, you could go five to eight miles in one day, and this ain't going to cut it. you got to have some meat in there somewhere, or some, well, you know, canned meat, obviously, but... Yeah. As good as uh, having the materials to make it is... Nobody has time to make this stuff from scratch when they're camping because you got to go hiking. Exactly. Hiking. How far did you hike when you were camping? For for three days, it was 20 miles. 20 miles? I, I trained for it, too. Uh, damn. You hiked in a straight line or was there hills? Oh, there were hills. Okay. So I had to pace myself with the guys, you know. And, and some of the guys are bigger than me, but they were able to keep on going. Yeah. It's crazy. Banana bread. <laughs> Number three. What the fuck is this? The cast iron frittata. Cast iron frittata. And look, they even have a cast iron. And it's on... Oh, look, they they brought it, they brought their own cast iron. Okay, that's okay. That's, you can do that, I guess, if, you, if that's what you bring, you know, for your cooking. And they're outside, but they're making a frittata. 
frittata. What goes in a frittata? Eggs, obviously. Look, if you're looking for a hearty ca- uh, camping breakfast, look no further than this cast iron frittata. Blistered cherry tomatoes, fresh basil, and shallots, all layered together with cheese and eggs. This is a mess to camp with. What an annoyance. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, pretty stupid. Uh, again, I'm going to give it a two on the count of nobody cares about frittatas, okay? I mean, <laughs> it, it, I mean, frittatas are nothing more than Italian edition of omelets, and we don't care about omelets when we're camping. We just want something simple for breakfast. <laughs> exactly. Frittata. Frittata. <laughs> frittata. Um, moving on. We've got the, was this halloumi? Halloumi. Halloumi breakfast sandwich. What goes on this? Four words: fried cheese and eggs. So is that what that is? Is that what this is? Fried cheese, yeah. Oh, they fried the cheese. How'd they fry the cheese? Oil, obviously. Oil. So they oiled it. Um. Okay, you know it's a, it's just a sandwich. It's kind of it's a bit more basic. It's fried cheese and egg, um, but it's still kind of like it's still kind of a hassle to uh, to, to try to do all that stuff. But uh, but it's a little a little bit more simple than the other stuff. You don't have to have basil and fresh tomatoes. <laughs> Crap. So what do you rate this one? I'll give it a four because it's very simple and it's very quick. Simple and quick little breakfast sandwich. You could probably throw all this to get. You could probably throw all this in the pan, cook it, set you know, in separate parts of the pan, and finish. Yeah, take three minutes. Yeah, three minutes. So that's a pretty good, pretty good one. Yeah, we'll give it a four out of five. Next up, we've got the French toast. Number five is the French toast. This. Uh, this is a bad idea. I think. I think French toast is. Well, it depends on what kind of French toast you make. You know, what I mean, what all goes in... Like, there's a lot that... For, like, fancy French toast. Like, French toast has a lot of ingredients, you know, to be bringing on the camping trip. Just to, It's basically, you know, you dip, you're dipping your bread in eggs, but it's like seasoned eggs. So you have to have, like, cinnamon, and um, some people put vanilla, and uh, it just seems seems a bit much for camping. What are your thoughts? I'll give this a... Uh... Too, because while French toast can be good at home and maybe in a diner, it's not ideal for camping. Definitely not ideal for camping. I and, the, and French toast is my favorite, but I would never. Uh, I would, especially if it's blistering hot in Texas, and I'm like, I'm trying to put together and mix this stuff. I'm not. I'm not waking up in the morning to to slave to make a French toast. <laughs> That's a. You know what I mean? That's like a. Yeah, that's some time set aside. Next up, we have cinnamon apple pancakes. Uh, so it's another pancake, the different variant. Uh, this one um, is cinnamon apple flavored. I guess what we what we give the other one a two. Yeah. So I guess we will give this one a, a two as well. Maybe a one doesn't have no walnuts. Maybe, oh man, that's a good thing. It's less stuff. <laughs> but uh, these cinnamon apple cider. Ugh. Apple cider pancakes are the ultimate fall weather. Oh, fall weather camping breakfast. Still, though, I'd give it a two. Give it a two. 
Moving on to number seven. What the fuck is this? Chor- Chor- say this? Chorizo and sweet potato hash, one. I'm only going to say it one time. <laughs> yeah, it's a one? You wouldn't... <laughs> Look at that! Oh my goodness. But I, I, maybe you can make a lot of it. Let's see. Sweet potato breakfast hash with crumbled... This is... Yeah, this is fancy. This is fancy camping. They even have... They even have... Silver silverware. They even have actual uh, silverware for that. That's crazy. Uh, sweet potato breakfast hash with crumbled. What what's Charzero sausage? Oh, it's basic. Uh, it's a Mexican pork sausage that is traditionally used as a, a flavor enhancer for eggs. You know, that's how the Mexicans make their eggs. Oh, okay. And diced scallions. Oh my goodness. Oh man. No camper worked their salt will cook that. French toast sticks. Now this is literally French toast, but harder because you got to cut it into sticks. <laughs> Obvious one. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Oh my god, that's blowing my mind. Next up, what is this? Oh, oh, maybe supersede apple oatmeal. What are your thoughts on oatmeal camping? That's pretty good, huh? Or bad. St- standard oatmeal gets a five for me because it's very quick and very easy. But yes. this, I gotta give it a two. A two because it's super seed apple. <laughs> Good God. Yeah, and lo- it looks like they, they look it, and they put they're putting like actual. They are bringing their own seeds and apple to put in that. It's not that that's that does not come in the package. <laughs> so that is extra. That is extra. That's extra work that nobody worth their salt would want to do. Yeah, just bring your own damn. Just bring regular oatmeal. <laughs> make that. That's easy. I huh? just heat up some water and heat up yeah. some water. There you go. A couple of minutes. Well, yeah, one... just stir it. You just stir it in. Yeah, huh? yeah. Stir it in your bowl. I mean, oatmeal is probably the easiest thing to make. That's probably the most. Oatmeal would probably be one of the most, one of the more ingenious things to bring camping. Like, oh yeah, like yeah. I, it's like oatmeal, I, it's like I should have thought of that. Oatmeal you know? for breakfast, canned meats for lunch and dinner. Next up, we have what the fuck is this? Try to guess what this is. This is, looks like nacho eggs. Uh, what is wrong with these people? These people must only eat breakfast when they go camping because these are all camping. This was this chilaquiles? What the hell? Chilaquiles, yeah. Chilaquiles is an easy camping breakfast. Easy is an easy camping breakfast. Crispy tortilla simmered in a spicy tomato sauce and topped with a few eggs. How the hell is this easy if it takes less than 30 minutes to make and it's a vegetarian thing? That's an obvious one. Wait, how's it vegetarian if it's eggs? Well, eggs are vegetarian. Oh, they're not because vegan. Because it's not, it's not meat. Well, they're not vegan. Yeah, that's why. Because eggs are not meat. They're different. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some eggs are meat. Like no. what? If they have the chicken in them? No. <laughs> Nobody would want to eat an egg if the chicken's already developing in the embryo. I've seen some. Blood. I've seen some that. Well, I've that's very part. sickening to do that. <laughs> stuffed, <laughs> stuffed French toast. Well, enough with the French toast. We don't give a crap about French toast and camping. <laughs> stuffed. This one's stuffed with sweet mascarpone. <laughs> Mascarpone, yeah, mascarpone cheese. With sweet mascarpone cheese. 
You want mascarpone cheese? Hell no. Obvious one. <laughs> you don't want to bring mascarpone cheese on you with the camping? No. You don't want to share mascarpone cheese with the boys? No, I don't want any of that. <laughs> if you can't bring regular cheese, don't bring it at all. <laughs> it's like, how do you store mascarpone cheese? Good God. Uh, <laughs> this is extra, too. What is that, Noodles? Uh, oh, let's see. I see chickpea, zucchini. Oh, there we go. Ch- chickpea breakfast hash. No, absolutely not. One. <laughs> it's just extra crap. Where's let's get uh, was it shaskuka? <laughs> Number thirteen is shaskuka. This easy shaskuka recipe is loaded with flavor: eggs poached in a slightly spicy pepper and tomato sauce, then topped with a feta cheese. Perfect for enjoyment. What kind of camper would want to make something like that? <laughs> Obvious one. Slice of crusty bread. <laughs> Slice of crusty bread, Ed, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Which one is this? Is this more French toast? Let's see. <laughs> vegan coconut French toast. No, 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 no. One. <laughs> vegan, vegan coconut French toast. Why do they got to throw the vegans in there? Jesus. Anyways, now we're getting possibly to the better part. Here we go. That was that was breakfast. Let's make it to dinner ideas. Here we go. After a full day of hiking and outdoor adventuring, nothing beats returning to camp. So we just had Edward. We just had vegan coconut French toast, and now we went hiking. We we're probably exhausted because the vegan the vegan coconut French toast just didn't didn't really do it for us. Okay, out of these fourteen breakfasts, which one was the best? Which one did you think uh, you would actually have when you're camping? Okay, let's see. Number four. Number four. Oh, yeah, the, that's you know, the that, best. That breakfast sandwich, fried cheese and eggs. Yeah, it's simple and it's full of protein, so it gives you sustainable energy. Exactly. So there we go. Fried cheese and eggs is the breakfast. Let's try to pick. Let's get through. <laughs> let's get past again all these. Uh, French toast and crazy... Way too many ones for the breakfast. Yeah, look, these people are still at breakfast. We're we're out hiking. <laughs> They're still... We're out, we're out enjoying the day. They are still trying to make their breakfast. Okay. So here we are. It's time to return. Uh, I guess we skipped lunch for some reason, but we're coming back for dinner. Let's look at some dinner meals. I'm slowing down. I'm, I'm going slowly. What do you think? Oh, look, that might be not too bad. That's something. Let's see. What the Dutch oven chili. An entire meal that cooks in one pot. The Dutch oven chili's cornbread recipe is perfect. That's a this is a good one. I'll give it a 5. I'll give it a 5. I I don't like cornbread, so I probably would just do the chili, but I mean, the idea though, the idea is sound. And I'm, you know, a lot of people love cornbread. Uh, and I guess you just mix it, you just mix it in one pot and cook it. And I'm sure the cornbread cooks like that. So cornbread's very easy to cook out in camp, especially if it comes in like a box. You just mix it up, like they're saying. You just mix the box in with the chili, and it just it just forms in the chili. So that's pretty cool. Uh, so yeah, that's a five right there, right at the gate. So so far we're doing good for for dinner. Let's see, number two. We've got oh, and I spoke too soon. Shrimp boil foil packets. These shrimp boil foil packets are quick to prepare, easy to clean up, and can be cooked directly over a campfire or barbecue. Just assemble your ingredients, seal them inside your aluminum foil and parchment paper, and place them over your campfire 
our grill. Now the thing is, you got to bring all this stuff, and I don't know how uh, shrimp is. I'm sure it has to be frozen, huh? You have to keep that frozen in like you can't just put that in the. You just can't put in a cooler. You can't bring shrimp in a cooler. I'm not sure though. I, I feel like shrimp is like has a strict cooking practice. What are your thoughts? Oh, I'm divided on this one. I'll give it a three on the grounds of that. Yeah, you can bring fresh shrimp to camp, but you just got to keep it cool until you're ready to cook it. And the the takeaway of this is that you got to bring all this stuff. Shrimp is not a freshwater creature compared to fish or alligator or anything else out there. You have to get this from the sea or get it from the store, so that's already a major takeaway. That's why I give it a three. Does, does aluminum foil not catch fire? Well, oh, no, put it aluminum in. foil usually reflects heat, but for whatever uh, heat it does take in, I mean, when you're cooking something on an open flame, the foil will protect the food. Yeah, and parchment paper. So parchment paper so it doesn't stick, aluminum foil to protect it, kind of. So that's that's a that, that overall the idea they're sharing here about the aluminum like putting food in the aluminum foil and then cooking that and cooking it like all together on a plate, that's a good idea. I'm just I'm just don't like this. They have a full fucking corn on the cob. <laughs> it's got all kinds of random stuff, and then the shrimp kind of throws me off. Uh, boil uh, you're boiling it, I guess, over the campfire. That's how you, this is like an easy boil. I guess this this is the same as boiling. That's what they're saying, that putting this in this paper and the aluminum foil, that's boiling. But in a uh, but like without water, I guess. I don't know. It's very strange. Anyways, moving on. What kind of... What the hell is that? <laughs> moving on. We are looking at this thing, and I don't know what the hell it is yet. So let's look. Sweet. Oh, no, 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 no. Sweet, sweet potato black bean burgers. One... We give that son of a bitch a one. That looks so. That looks like dog food. That I don't looks th- like fucking dog food. I don't think my chihuahua would want to eat that. Oh god, it's on chips. It's on chips. It's it's basically <laughs> a, it's basically a crap burger. <laughs> that's a crap burger. <laughs> that's that's true. Crap burgers, baby. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> if I want beans, I put them in the crock pot. Put them in a damn crock pot. Next up, we have brats with peppers and onions. Almost good. This I'll give. I'll give a four. I think it's a little extra some of the stuff, but brats. Brats is the same thing as hot dogs, and I think hot dogs is a five. So maybe that's even a five. It's just that seems like a little extra to be bringing all that extra. If you ju- if you eighty six the peppers and left the onions, it'd be an obvious five. But I'll give it a four. Okay. I see that. Yeah, because they want you to caramelize them and stuff. Caramelize your onions and peppers. Like, no, just, <laughs> you know. You know. Brats, brats is always a good idea. Brats, hot dogs, links, all that stuff. That's that's usually a good idea. Um, and I, especially beef. Don't do not do pork. And you got, I think beef, you can actually, you could probably sit out for the evening or, or the morning or something. I don't know. I guess you, you still have to bring a cooler. You know, you cooler bringers, you cooler bringers would be fine. Just buy ice. Dutch, no, one. Dutch oven enchiladas. And this is exactly why I don't like it because this is more like a vegetarian style enchiladas because you don't see meat in that that damn pot. 
So why would you want that? If oh, I see that. Yes, cheese, cheesy, it's vegeta- spicy. It's vegetable stuffed enchiladas. If you don't, if you eat meatless enchiladas, you are a fool. So I give this a one. <laughs> give it a one. Moving on. Okay. Oh no. Okay. Okay. I see. I'm. We're looking at this picture. It looks like some sort of burger. What kind of burger? Guess what kind? I think it's a corn burger. (laughs) What do you think this is? Give it a guess. Looks like a pork and bean burger. Pork and bean? Okay, let's let's see. see. Let's see. Lentil sloppy joes. No, no, no. One. (laughs) One. What's lentil? Lentil is a legume like beans, except you have to boil lentils for almost an hour. And and they're not very tasty at all. These red lentil sloppy joes are vegan and can be cooked in just one pot. <laughs> but it takes an hour, he just said. It takes an hour to cook lentil. My God. <laughs> it looks gross. It looks gross. Vegan food looks disgusting. <laughs> I don't I don't know how these vegans stand it. They need to be put in jail. <laughs> what's what's next? Campfire grilled fish tacos. I'll give it a three. A three, nice, nice. Yeah, because you know, if you caught the fish, that's good. Yeah, you can catch the fish, cook them up, and of course, there's and of course, potato chips alongside it. It's very convenient. Yes, yes. They have they have chili potato, chili verde. If if they tone down on the vegetables a little bit, then it'd be better. Yeah, yeah. These campfire grilled fish tacos couldn't be easier to make. Season the fish with lime, chili, and cumin. Then grill them on the fire. Stuff in a tortilla with a scoop of the spicy corn salsa and dig in. Next up, we got... This is more tacos. What kind of taco is this? This is a... Oh, a, It's a gyro. A gyro kebab. Grill, grilled lamb. lamb ta- lamb's hard to cook. Grilled lamb, tomatoes, and... Harumai cheese. Serve with you. Yogurt sauce. Yogurt sauce. And that killed it. <laughs> that, that killed, killed it. it. Yeah, that was done. That's done. We're done. <laughs> that was done. Had it been sour cream, automatic five. But since it has yogurt, two. A two, baby. Uh, moving on. We've got, uh, oh, what's this? A grilled chicken veg- veggie skewer. Now, I know some people make skewers. Uh, yeah, where we're from, we call these kebabs. Yeah, they, some people make the kebabs, and uh, I guess kebabs are okay, but this looks a little much for camping. I don't know. You you have to like sit. You have to like make it to where they're cooking like the like during your hike, and you come back, and then oh yeah, kebabs are ready. I don't know. Yeah, so I'll give it a three, mainly because it takes a long time to cook those yeah. things properly. Let's see. Next up, we have. Some more tacos. What kind of tacos is this? It looks like grilled chicken, maybe. H- what? Halloumi tacos is a grillable cheese. Halloumi is a grillable cheese, and we think the perfect way to use it while camping is to stuff it into tacos. Is that what this is? This looks like chicken. Is that cheese? It looks like grillable cheese to me, so that's a one. This is? Looks like it because it doesn't say anything about chicken. How do you even do that? Is that cheese? What do you do? You fry the cheese and then put it on a grill and get grill marks out of it? I, I wait, Ed Ray. I need to Google what this is because this is confusing me. Let's let, let's. I'm gonna copy this. 
copy it, go over here. Let's let's figure out what this what this is because that's that's a very strange thing. Hallow me. Yeah, look. Hallow me is a semi-hard unripened cheese made from a mixture of goats and sheep's milk. Uh, it has a high melting point and so can easily be fried or grilled. And that's why the thing looks like it's grilled chicken, but it ain't because... This properly makes it a popular meat so basically, So basically, this is a vegetarian meal that we were talking about. Yeah, how, so halloumi cheese is uh, it's like a very hard... It, it, it almost... It can, it can pretend to be meat, but it's not. It tastes like cheese, I guess. Or goat. It tastes like goat cheese. Anyway, so that that is cheese. Yeah, that's just All straight right. cheese. What was the score I gave it? Uh, a three. It's not bad at all. I mean, if it had some actual meat in it, I'd give it a higher score. But I'll go down the middle and say three. Yeah, three. What the fuck? Grin no, no, no. <laughs> Gr grilled ratatouille. <laughs> grilled ratatouille. Equals a one. Equals a one. You damn rainbow, colorful, camping bastards. <laughs> uh, next up, what the hell is this? Clams? Either clams or oysters and shrimp. Campfire palele. We camp a lot on the coast, so we always pick up some fresh shellfish on our way to the campsite, so we make... This simple but stunning campfire palele. They must be from the East Coast because we don't see anything like that here in Texas. Yeah, no. That's a one. It's a one. Texas one. One pot protein pasta. Why settle for a bowl of cards when it could be packed full of protein too? We use oh my lentil pasta in this one pot meal to up the nutritional profile. This looks like a vegetarian meal. Is that, yeah, what's lentil pasta? It's pasta that's made out of lentils, you know, instead of regular flour. Oh, okay, okay. So it's a gluten-free type pasta for those that have problems digesting wheat like I do. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, you can add some meat to it or whatever. Yeah. Down the middle. Down the middle. Give it a three. Yeah, three. A little pasta dish. Um, next, we got barbecue chicken quesadillas. This is what you would like. I would like this. The question is, how convenient is it to make it? Yeah, you know, tortillas aren't hard to come apart. The hardest thing is the cheese, right? The, that's the that's the main thing is holding the cheese, and I like mine. And oh, and like you gotta butter it, so you need cheese and butter. So having cheese and butter, but this, but it's it's a pretty quick dish to make. You can really make it pretty fast if the, if the uh, meat's already cooked. If you already cooked the meat like earlier. Like this is a good like for lunch. Say so, say you had this meat that y'all 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 cook some meat for lunch and had it and had it left over. Had for... it left over. This is for dinner, obviously. And you're like, okay, let's whip up some quick quesadillas. That's probably that's doable, but it's not a five because of the convenience of having to, to have all this extra stuff. So I'll, I give it a three. I'll give it a four. A four, very good. Moving down, we've got this here. What is this? One pot beef stroganoff. Five. A five. Because you know what? You can get beef stroganoff from a damn can, can't you? Of course. You can get the beef and then you can cook the noodles and there you go. And well, I, think they, I think they have it in, in, in cans. You can just dump it out and cook it. Yeah, if they already got it in cans and there you go. That's just a couple of minutes. 
Just a couple minutes right there. What's this? More um, sweet potato black bean tacos. One, because oh. it's a vegan meal. <laughs> One, because you're damn vegans. Vegans trying to take over camping. You don't like camping. What is this? That looks like a pizza. Let's see. Oh, lasagna. Dutch oven lasagna. What's your thoughts? Well, this is a tough one, but I... You love lasagna. I'm going to have to give it a four because of convenience purposes. Woo! Four for the Dutch oven lasagna. Moving on, we got sweet potato peanut stew. One. (laughs) Sweet potato peanut stew. Yuck! That sounds gross. Sounds disgusting. All right, next up we have Chili Mac. That's a five. That's a five, yes. Chili Mac is a good, solid choice. Uh, Cilantro Lime Grilled Chicken Tacos. Five. Five, yes. That's a good one. What's this? Campfire Campfire Pizza. Pizza. Okay, you may have to go first for this one. Okay, make pizza night part of your camping menu. The pizza cooks in a cast iron skillet over your campfire and can be made with all your favorite toppings. Now, uh, you've made your own pizza before, so how, how, what's the difficulty rating on this? Four, because you got to make sure to get the dough right. Oh, so you think, you think it'd be harder out in the woods camping? Yeah, I mean, so this is a hard if you, dish. If you, yeah, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna cook a pizza in a pan, yeah, they're making it sound gotta, simple. You, like, oh, just you, you just throw it in the pan and make it. But yeah, you're right. You, you, you got to make the dough first and make it right before you put it in there. And then after that, you can add your tomatoes or whatever, use your own toppings or whatever, and then give it a four. You, you're gonna give it a four all all around. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Campfire pizza, Dutch oven, red beans and rice. That's a good one. Yeah, that's actually uh, that's probably four for me. Four for you, but five for me five because for I me. love red beans and rice. Yeah, red beans and rice is a solid. It's a solid camping meal. That's a definitely. That's like a. That brings me back actually. Those red beans and rice. Meals. As a matter of fact, I'm slow cooking red uh, red kidney beans in my crock pot as we're doing this broadcast. <laughs> uh, pineapple chicken kebabs. <laughs> I'll give it a two because pineapple and chicken never go together. <laughs> uh, what is this? Veggie Dutch oven stew. I love this one. Stew is the top meal in any campsite. So yes. a stew like that is an automatic five. Automatic five, baby. Next up, we have blackened shrimp tacos. Uh, no, because I, I mean tacos are good, but I, I'm, I'm, I just can't get past the shrimp because shrimp's frozen, man. You put you got to put it in the freezer. You got to put it in the freezer. That's like that's why it's a weird choice for yeah, me. Yeah, you don't want to have shrimp. You don't want to have fresh shrimp unless you intend on cooking it immediately. Yeah. So I'll give it a three. Three. White bean chili. What white bean that? chili. A delicate balance of sw- spicy and sweet, white bean chili is a great one-pot meal for warm weather can be a little lighter than the traditional tomato-based version. This white chili is just as flavorful and filling. One. A one. Yeah, one. It looks gross. What is this? French fries? Grilled sweet potato fajitas. One. <laughs> Grilled sweet potato fajitas. That's not fajitas. One. That's not fajitas. It's fajitas are meat. There is no such thing as a potato fajita. There is no such thing as a vegetable fajita. Fajita is meat and meat only. Oh my god. That's so crazy. 
a new Mexican chili marinade. I guess these vegan campfire fajitas are a new take on an old classic. Oh my god. Eat a D. <laughs> That's your meat. Dutch oven chicken marbella. Never had marbella, so I'm going to remain indifferent on this one. Indifferent? Which well, means a three. Okay. I'll give it a... It seems a little extra, but I'll, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. Delivers a gourmet a gourmet campfire experience. Without uh, any of the hard work, but that's bull. Yeah, that's bullshit. Grilled asparagus bundle. So that's bacon-wrapped asparagus? Yeah. Okay, maybe. I mean, you can get some cheap bacon that you don't even need to keep refrigerated, really. I guess butter. All you have to have some butter. You probably have well, like what you what could what you could try to do if it's possible is get some pre-cooked bacon. If the pre-cooked bacon is soft, then you can use that. For, exactly. But I'll give it a three. A three. Next up, we have Dutch oven cornbread. Oh, cornbread is okay, but it has to complement a meal. But I gotta give it a two. A two, baby. Next up, we have oh my god. Grilled Mexican street corn. I've had this before, but it is not ideal for camping. So what do you give it? A two? Oh, yeah, two. Two. Psst, grilled Mexican street corn. Next up, we have panzala salad with peaches and tomatoes. Uh, panzanella salad. I never heard of that, but it is a one. <laughs> you, you said it so confident. Oh, panza. I've never heard of that, but it's a one. But I bet you want to. Would you eat this at home, though? No. Oh, not even at home. Yeah, with peaches and tomato. Yeah, it's kind of gross sounding. It's gross to mix vegetable and fruit in one bowl. You don't want to do that. Yeah, no. All it goes is campfire popcorn. Brilliant. Five. Five. Good Good job, that, guys. Uh, what's that? What is this gooey stuff? Campfire nachos. Uh we got to see that picture again to see what's in there. Is that just all vegetables? Uh, yes, I think it's a black bean nacho. One. Yeah, one. You can't have quality nachos without actual meat. Yeah, no. At least have some chili. You can bring some chili meat, man. The little cans. There you go. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Skillet cornbread, three. Yeah, three. Uh, Camping desserts. Desserts? Oh my god. We don't have desserts at camp. Dutch oven apple cobbler. Okay, so that, <laughs> that's I, I, that could be a three. Yeah, that's a... That's a <laughs> so maybe we do have desserts now. Maybe we do have desserts. What is this? Uh, it's like a, it's like an old banana. Banana but, boats? No. A favorite of kids and adults like banana boats are a camping classic. Check out this post with nine different topping ideas. Okay, so if this is a camping classic, I may give it a two. Yeah, it looks like they, they wrapped the banana in the tinfoil and the parchment paper. They stuffed the banana and they cook it all together. So you can like stuff it with whatever you want to. Like chocolate. These people obviously uh, chocolate I, I've sauce. Ne- I've never seen this in any camping experience ever. Marshmallow. This one's like a s'mores one. Graham cracker and marshmallows. I mean, you're getting your potassium from the banana. I mean, that's kind of okay, but I still give it a two. I think this is coconut. It is. So, that's interesting. Very interesting. Ice cream? You that's can't... Co- re- that's... No, no, no. That's a one. Quick and easy apple crisp. <laughs> it ain't so easy if you gotta get ice cream for it. <laughs> it's like, what the heck? Oh, Dude. Oh, that was it. 
So what are you, what, what are your thoughts on the 52 camping foods? I mean, there were very few that had fives, very few that had threes, but the good majority of them have ones because they're illogical, and yeah. they also suck because of the vegans. Because of the damn vegans now. Jesus. Oh, Ed Ray, we talked a lot about the food today. We were going to talk about ghost stories, but I'm going to save that for next episode, talking about ghost stories and things like that. So for everyone that thought we were going to get campfires and ghost stories, I'm sorry. We did the campfires only today. Ghost stories, I'll save for next episode, uh, probably. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> so uh, so next time we'll talk more history stuff when we get deeper into July, because July and August are kind of our history months. We talk a lot, of, a lot about history. Uh, I say history, but like, like, like dark history, like aliens and ghosts and stuff like that is our July stuff. Uh, we talked about camping foods. Camping. Camping's so crazy, Ed, right? When, when's the next time you're going camping? Well, it depends on where we're going to go and how long we're going to go, how long we're going to be there. I guess so. Yeah, we're, like I said, we're, tr- we're, we're planning a camping trip. We're trying to. It has to be when uh, some people get a, a vacation, finally. I think they get vacation next year, starting in February. So probably after February, we'll, uh, we'll try to go do some camping stuff. Uh, so crazy, so awesome. Uh, talking these foods, giving our ratings. Man, there was some bad stuff in there. From, from like, stuffed, <laughs> some stuff. I mean, this is, like, it was, like, hard work. A lot of that was hard work. The dinner side was at least, the dinner side at least had some things where you could manage, where you could probably get canned versions of uh, what they were saying, and uh, and that would have been good. Uh, but the breakfast side, that, that, that seemed a little difficult. A lot of the breakfast stuff was kind of, like, extra, and you had to have extra stuff, and preparation and mixing bowls and shit like that and so the breakfast ideas the the breakfast camping stuff was not a good fit what site was that that we got that from that was from fresh off the grid fresh off the grid is a culinary resource for the outdoor community whoa and they were saying this garbage and they were saying this garbage fresh off the grid is a resource for the outdoor community and they were spilling garbage yeah, I mean, what happened to the logical stuff like s'mores for dessert or, yes! just, having, or just having eggs for breakfast yes! or oatmeal or whatever, and of course having something S'mores. Yeah, exactly. Why, why isn't s'mores on here? I mean, yeah. you can have an innovative type yeah, of s'mores. Banana, you have a thing where you have to wrap, you have to wrap something in tinfoil and stuff a banana with all kinds of garbage. You have peach cobbler and you have fucking ice cream but you don't have s'mores it's literally it's cram crackers a slice of chocolate and marshmallow it's three days <laughs> and it's the easiest thing you, you can put in your backpack you ain't gotta keep it in a damn freezer s'mores you ain't gotta keep in a freezer you put it in your backpack this has coconut ice cream vanilla bean coconut milk vanilla bean ice cream go to hell Go to Camp Hell. <sighs> but that's that's just our opinion. And that's fine. Because all we have here are opinions and beer. We are opinions and beer.